cultivation and deepening of mindfulness practice. We'll be exploring uh, one frame the Buddha uh, taught and spoke to was the four foundations, the four ways to establish mindfulness. Mindfulness is simple, clear, present moment awareness. The simple knowing of our experience moment by moment. And in this practice particularly, we're cultivating an embodied attention. What does that mean? It means our attention is inhabiting, feeling, sensing, connected to our physical experience. Mostly we live in our heads and our ideas and thoughts and plans and worries. And this practice is a full-bodied practice. So right now as you're sitting, listening, sitting, sensing, what's, what's present here in your physical experience? You want to be curious about this. I talk about three, diff- three eyes of attention practice. One is intention. That mindfulness is an intentional practice. We're intentionally cultivating and orienting our attention to our present moment experience. And today particularly our physical sensory experience. Mindfulness of body in the body. And the body is this jewel of information. The Buddha said everything you need to know is in this, this physical body of ours. So that's an interesting uh, reflection. What does that mean? Everything to be understood in life can be discovered through this physical form. So a lot of wisdom, insight, understanding, challenge, beauty to be discovered right here. And the second quality of attention is intimate. Our attention is engaged. So when we talk about being present to the breath and the body today, inviting you to a very intimate, close, physical, sensory contact. We're not distant observers, but actually to feel the body in the body, as the Buddha said. To feel the sensation, the feeling, the visceral quality of breath, of movement, of sensation. And the third quality third eye is interest. We want to be curious about our experience. What does it mean to be present? What is this body? What is this breath that I think I may have felt and meditate with for maybe years for some of you? What is the breath in this moment? What is this unique inhale like? What does it mean to be fully present and embodied with just the simplicity of experience that's right here always changing, always ephemeral, always available. And of course, as we come into the stillness and silence and the slowing down of the retreat, one of the things that we come to see is our habits and tendencies. We're creatures of habit, and how you are today in this moment is the influence of innumerable conditions, particularly the habits and tendencies that you've been living out in these past days, weeks, months, years. So whatever habits of mind you have in your life, they will show up here. If you like to think a lot, guess what will happen in meditation? You'll probably notice thinking a lot. If you are planning, you're probably planning your next tea break or your next walk after lunch or your next who knows what, your next retreat probably. (laughs) 
So because of these habits and tendencies of mind, we want to bring a quality of patience with ourselves. Because even though we'll be teaching and, and orienting you to this present moment awareness of something as simple as the breath and the body, it's simple but not easy. You will get distracted, as I mentioned yesterday, a million times. Notice that, not a problem. Re-establish awareness, start, or start over, and over and over. Patience, kindness, kindness with our body. Maybe some of your physical pain, chronic pain, aches, discomforts will happen over the course of the week. Can we bring a kind, soft attention to ourselves rather than harsh, judgmental, critical? So I'd like to start the meditation with a, uh, the practice this morning with a, with a little playful practice just to point to a certain quality of mindfulness awareness practice and it it'll only last about 30 seconds and it's the hardest thing you'll do all week um, and you may fail abysmally but that's perfect um, the instruction is to not pay attention so in this next minute no mindfulness no awareness no paying attention don't notice anything and don't make any effort, and off you go. Eyes open, eyes closed, doesn't matter because you're not paying attention. Being relaxed. Completely unmindful. That was a bell for those of you who are mastering not paying attention. So what did you notice? Hands up who succeeded in not noticing anything. Right? You will notice something even though you were trying not to notice something. Even though you were trying not to be aware, right? you were probably aware of something, right? That's basically an impossible task <laughs> I just gave you. Unless you're uh, dead. And then you'd succeed quite well. So why am I giving you this strange exercise since we're on a mindfulness retreat? I'm telling you not to be mindful, not to be aware. Because this will probably be the most aware you'll be all retreat, actually. Some people report this. Anybody notice they were quite aware? Right? Even though you're trying not to be aware? In that relaxation, in the not doing, you notice, oh, awareness is happening by itself. How many of you notice your physical experience, your body? 
sitting, discomfort, tired, whatever. How many people notice sounds? Just the background sound, the silence. How many people notice thoughts and images? And trying to think to not be here somehow, but then you notice you're thinking. How many people notice what they were feeling? Emotions, moods? Okay, a little less. Uh-huh. Yeah. So awareness doesn't switch off. Awareness is the nature of your mind. And awareness is always aware of something. And so if awareness and synonymous, you could say uh, somewhat synonymous, why all this fuss about mindfulness? Why come on a mindfulness meditation retreat to cultivate awareness if we're already aware? It's a really good question. So the important question to ask is, what is awareness aware of? What are we aware of most of the time? Shout out, what are you aware of most of the time? Confusion. <laughs> the future, okay. Yeah? Hmm? Right. Right. And the, and the generic name for these things are thoughts. Right? Mostly our attention is in our mind, in our thoughts. Future, plans, worries, fears, doubts, regrets, judgments. So our practice here is to be mindful to notice what's happening moment to moment, to notice what takes our attention, which is often the habits of mind of thinking, planning, being lost in the future and past. And then directing the intention with intention to specific things. And today we're mostly directing that attention to being in our bodies, primarily using the breath, which is relatively accessible, changing, relatively neutral for most people. If it's not neutral, if for some reason it's difficult to pay attention to the breath, then you can be aware of the general experience of your body, sitting and the sensations in the body. And that's the way we cultivate this ground, this foundation of mindfulness in the body. So let's sit together, finding a posture where you can sit relatively upright. If you're sitting on the floor, ideally uh, you have a stable foundation. So if you're sitting cross-legged, ideally your knees are on the floor or they're supported by some of these cushions, these knee pads, um, blanket, another, uh, these round cushions are called zafus. Or you can kneel. Sometimes kneeling is, I, I like to kneel. I use these benches. There's more benches in the back. You can kneel either side of the cushions. It can be easier on the hips, easier on the knees for some of you. And if you're sitting in a chair, ideally you're not slouching back in the chair, but you're sitting upright. Maybe you feel the back of the chair touching your lower back, but mostly you're upright using that, that energy to lift upwards is the energy that's just subtle enough to bring a little energy and brightness to the meditation. And have your hands resting on your legs or in your lap. I like to have them resting on a cushion or a blanket or something so they don't pull the shoulders down. You may roll the shoulders back a little just to bring a sense of openness to the chest. You may rock your head around a little just to make sure your head's upright. Imagine there's a thread pulling the crown of your head upwards, the sense of lift, and then also a sense of groundedness and letting 
the rest of your body relax. Releasing any tension in your jaw, you can open your mouth a little. Soften the muscles around the eyes, cheeks. Relax your belly. And then closing your eyes, or if that doesn't feel comfortable or you're sleepy, then have the eyes slightly open, soft gaze, gazing in front of you, just a little downwards. One of the things I like to do when I first take meditation seat is just to take a general weather report to notice what's the quality of the body in this moment. Tired, energized, relaxed, tense, caffeinated, dull, restless, calm. body in the moment like this. Notice the landscape of the heart. What are you feeling in this, as we enter into this full day of retreat practice? How are you feeling this morning? What's the mood, climate, the heart? Lastly, noticing the mind. How is your mind this morning? Busy, thinking, quiet, stressed? Mindfulness is simply meeting the conditions of the moment as it is, meeting yourself as you are, without judgment, without fixing. Awareness again into the body, sensing your posture, the contact of your body with the ground, feeling the lower half of your body, legs, feet, buttocks, contacting the cushion, the chair, the ground, feeling that sense of support, solidity, groundedness. As you become aware, attuned to your body, to your physical experience, noticing how the breath is breathing itself naturally, by itself. Feeling and sensing each inhale, each exhale. Curious, where do you feel the breath most clearly? Is it at the tip of the nostrils as the cool air enters the nose? The soft air moves out of the nose. Or perhaps a tickle in the throat. Lifting, expanding of your rib cage, expansion of the 
shoulders, upper back. Or perhaps you feel the movement of the diaphragm in the belly moving in and out. So letting your attention settle where you feel the breath most clearly, where you can feel that moving, changing flow of sensation. Breathing in, I know I'm breathing in. Breathing out, I know I'm breathing out. We have the pause between breaths. And of course you'll notice many other things, sounds, other sensations, feelings, thoughts, images. And our practice today is simply to acknowledge those things and then resume awareness of the breath, cultivating an intimate attention, feeling and sensing all the sensations, the inhale, the exhale, the stillness of the pause.
Each time you notice the attention has wandered, which it will naturally hundreds of times during a single sitting, possibly. Simply, well, oh, thinking, maybe making a note, thinking, planning, or whatever it is you're noticing. And then returning over and over. If it's helpful, you can make a soft mental note of in on the inhale, out on the exhale. note, be a whisper in the mind, most of your attention with the physical sensation. You can count one on the inhale, two on the exhale, up to ten. And if the attention wanders away, we start again back at one.
Where is the attention in this moment? If not here, where does it go? To the past, to the imagined future, to spacing out, to falling asleep. And without judgment, just noticing habits, tendencies of mind, and beginning again this moment, sitting, aware of sitting, breathing, aware of breathing.
in the last few minutes of the sitting, no matter where the attention may have wandered, it takes a new moment to reestablish awareness here, awareness of the body, and its sensations of sitting, awareness of the changing nature of breath. So you hear the sound of the bell to end the sitting, just mindful of hearing the sounds, moving, adjusting your posture, and slowly opening your eyes, and continuing that cultivation of moment-to-moment -moment attention. There's a <clears throat> poem I sometimes share by Billy Collins, ex-poet laureate. Part of this poem, he says, it's called In the Moment, which we're trying to be. And he says, uh, it was a day in June, all lone and sky, and I wanted nothing more than to be in the moment. But which moment? Not this one, or that one, or any of those other ones that were scuttling by didn't seem perfectly right for me. And besides, I was too knotted up with questions about the past and his tall, evasive sister, the future. And what were we going to serve the vegan twins who were coming for dinner that evening? And why was that pickup truck hurtling down towards the lone railroad track? And so the priceless moments of the day were squandered one by one, or more likely a thousand at a time with quandary and pointless interrogation. 
Sound familiar? <laughs> How many moments are not necessarily squandered, but lost, right? Champuddha Dasa, who was a great Thai meditation master, was asked about meditation students, and he said three words, lost in thought. <laughs> We're mostly lost in thought, which is why we practice, right? I often meet people you know, on a train or a bus or somewhere, and they say, ask me what I do. I say, I'm a meditation teacher, and they say, oh, I couldn't do that. I think too much. And I say, that's exactly why you want to practice. <laughs> so um, just to remind you that you know, this, this practice is very simple. A six-year-old could understand this practice. Pay attention. Be present. Notice your breath. Notice your body. Notice when your attention wanders. Come back. Right? Not difficult. Well, not complex, but not easy. Okay? So we train. And the first day, particularly in a retreat, is we're just arriving. Your body's here, but you might not actually fully be here. Maybe you're still at work or with your kids or flying from New York or wherever you've come from. So it takes some time just to actually really arrive and slow down. We're used to a high level of stimulation. This is a low stimulus environment, in case you hadn't noticed. And when there's not much stimulation, what do we normally do? Check out, make some stimulation. We create a fantasy, we create a drama, we do something. Or we go to sleep. Anybody tired here? <laughs> like probably half the room. So if you're tired, please open your eyes when you're sitting and just look down a little. I notice some people standing. It's, it's really the, the most effective antidote for, for sleepiness aside from taking a nap is um, standing up. Just standing up exactly where you are, continuing with the practice, brightens the energy, a little self-consciousness brings some energy. And then when you feel refreshed, you can sit back down. The walking meditation can be wakeful, inducing fresh air, etc. We'll talk about that in a minute. So any questions, or comments, observations about your practice this morning? Every morning we'll have some time for questions and there's no, uh, any, all questions are welcome and sometimes we feel shy about asking. Or, but normally if we're having some question about our practice or a struggle, probably at some point somewhere, everybody in the retreat will have a similar question. Um, sure. Let's, uh, we're going to have a mic runner, so do you want to pass that to Ashley? Just so we can all hear the question. Great. That's the lady with the black shawl. Thank you. You may have answered the question already, but one of my legs were going numb. Mm. So I, the thoughts did go through my mind. Am I to suffer in silence, like to stay there and work through it or move or stand up? So all those thoughts were going through my mind. Yeah, yeah, and totally appropriate thought. Anybody else have pain in the body this morning? Discomfort, aches, right? <laughs> like a lot of people. So Ashley's going to be talking more about that later. Um, so a few things. Um, one is most important, be kind to your body, listen to your body, respect the body, F ideally finding a posture that works, but there's no perfect posture. Whatever posture you sit in, if you sit in long enough, it will start to ache and get uncomfortable. Um, so there's a few different orientations. Um, 
if it's if it's mild, like it's an itch, or it's you know a little achiness in the shoulders, or you just feel a little stiff, you know, mostly that's not a big deal, and we can learn to just bring a mindful attention to it, bring a kind attention to it, feel the sensation, notice how it changes. Usually, it often moves into something else, or it fades, and something else takes its place. And so we can train ourselves how to be present with the body, how to be tr- present with discomfort, if it's not that difficult. Then there's a different level of pain where, it's, where it is hurting and it's hard to be with. Our mind gets contracted, our body gets tight, and all we're doing is uh, thinking about, I can't wait for them to ring the bell and I hate this. And <clears throat> If we're getting that caught up, then it's wise to move. You know, sometimes just you know, simple adjustment of the legs or rolling of the shoulders or some adjustment can actually bring a lot of ease. So general instruction, notice it, feel it, be with it, notice how you're relating to it, judging it, hating it, tightening. Can you relax the, the, attitude, the reactivity towards it? Because sometimes that makes it doubly worse. And see if that's, you're able to be with that and come back to the breath. If, that doesn't, if that's not possible, then adjust your posture and bring some relief. You might uncross your legs for a moment, then come back, and then you resume the practice. Yeah. So you're moving mindfully, kindly. Yeah. And then also playing with different postures. So probably many of you are not used to sitting, meditating on the floor. That's why we have all these chairs. So please, uh, especially and not used to sitting for, we'll probably be sitting, I don't know, six, seven, eight times a day. Um, and uh, the achiness and discomfort can grow if you're not used to sitting like this. So please you make use of the chairs or alternate between sitting on the floor and sitting on the chairs. Um, one rule of thumb is if you get to the meditation, say after a walking period, and you, you, you sit down, you're immediately uncomfortable, then change posture. Move to a chair, stand up, or find some other posture that's workable. Yeah, and then, and then, the, and then, and then the second thing is sometimes there's no posture that's uncomfortable because we have maybe really tight shoulders or whatever it is, and then can we bring a kindness to that? So don't sit and grin and bear it. There is, you know, move, adjust. Other questions about your meditation this morning? Or about being on retreat and silence? Maybe this is a new form. It can take a little while to get used to the You are perfectly present and absorbed and attuned to the breath. Please, just kidding. I feel confused about um, when, like, feelings and thoughts come up especially the feelings part and feeling like I'm supposed to push them away and just mm-hmm. focus on my breath mm-hmm. as opposed to like sitting with that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for bringing that up. So, um, so there's different ways to practice and on a retreat, generally the beginning we're just establishing arriving. This first day is really about arriving, arriving home in our bodies, in the breath, in the present moment. 
And for that reason, we keep the focus pretty simple. It's not that, it's not that all the other stuff isn't happening, thoughts, feelings, judgments, memories, etc. But we're trying to give the attention something pretty simple to settle in, the breath for the most part, the body. Um, and, and of course, as you say, thoughts, feelings, images, emotions, reactions are going to happen. And so when they happen, you know, maybe you feel a wave of sadness comes, or a wave of joy, or anxiety, you know, kind of there in the stomach, or fear in the throat or something. Um, you know, it naturally will draw the attention. So you be with it for a moment, notice it, feel it, feeling where the, what you're feeling in the body. You might name it, oh, this is, oh, I'm feeling sad this morning. Oh, sadness, like this. And then because we're not giving it the full focus of our attention, you're acknowledging all these things, and then you come back to the breath, just as a way of developing a sense of continuity of attention, and also building up the, the sense of um, concentration. So, so we want to acknowledge and honor these things, feelings, thoughts, sounds, of course, will be calling your attention a lot. When you go outside, there'll be a lot more stimulation, noticing, and then coming back to the main focus of the practice. Yeah? And if something comes back a lot, then of course, give it a little more attention. You know, be with the feeling. If it's, if it's a strong wave, notice the thoughts. Come into the body, notice the feeling. Yeah. So, and at the same time, uh, when, when nothing is strong pulling attention, allow the gravitational pull of the breath to be this or the anchor, the base point of the attention. Anything else? Okay, so um, some logistical things, and I'll talk about some walking practice. So, um, is this posted on the board, the notice board? Okay. So, um, at Spirit Rock, in the last few years on retreats, we've been having daily affinity sitting groups in the council house. And we have two different groups. One is an optional POC person of color sit, which will be happening at 3.45 to 4.20. So anybody who identifies as a person of color is welcome to this sit um, in the council house, 3.45. And then from 7 to 7.30, there's an optional LGBTQI sit for those identified uh, in that way. Um, and this is offered really as, a, as, a, as an offering of support uh, and solidarity, and people have found it really helpful and beneficial. It's optional, um, and they will be, will you, will you, will they be led or peer led? Yeah, maybe we can figure out a way to have them led initially. Um, so this will be the, the times uh, will be posted on the, the notice board. A uh, few other things. Um, so those of you who are commuting, um, uh, down st- there's a walking meditation hall down these stairs uh, to the side of this hall. Um, and during walking periods, that's uh, specifically for walking. But after meals, particularly after lunch, that's a rest uh, area. So if you need to take a rest, need to lie down. Um, that's uh, a rest area for commuters. Yoga. There's yoga stuff down there. For, for, um, 
Is it divided? Is, is the yoga? Is, is it also divided to? The Okay, so there's so the room's divided downstairs. So the the, the far that that side of the the room, the side of the room, wherever it is, somewhere over there, is um, uh, for stretching and movement. Uh, for those of you who need to move and do yoga, etc. And the rest of the room is is uh, specifically for walking meditation, particularly because we're going to have a fair bit of showers and rain this week. Uh, what else? Um, the the during certain, uh, like during meals and also the bathroom line, um, because uh, we as teachers have a lot of various things to get to, we may uh, cut in front of the line. So we do that respectfully, we'll bow, we're not doing it because we're impatient, we don't want to wait, it's because we usually have meetings and things to attend to, so please um, uh, forgive us for cutting in line when we need to. Um, please be mindful about fragrance. Uh, there are people here with chemical sensitivities, so just be mindful that if you're using any product that has any scent in it, please uh, resist from using that. And we have products that you can use here. Um, any other announcements? Yes, so um, uh, you'll all have a meeting uh, with one of the teachers in groups over the next few days, starting tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and there'll also be some optional uh, sign-up meetings uh, for those who want a little extra time to meet with the teacher one-on-one. -on -one. And so Carol and Kyra Jewell will have some time slots. Uh, they'll be probably posted around lunchtime, where you can meet with them individually to talk about um, particularly if you're having a, a hard time or challenged or struggling in some ways on the retreat or in your practice or personally, um, it's a really uh, useful time to, for, for that kind of inner work. And they'll happen uh, in the rooms. We have meeting rooms just by the bathrooms. So uh, Carol will be in meeting room one and Kyra Jewel in meeting room four, which is there's a couple of stairs you have to get up to on, on just along that row of uh, rooms by the bathrooms. Um, they'll, they'll happen at th between 3 and 3.45 today. They'll be posted later this morning. Other than that, so um, walking period, how's, is it raining out there? Or is it sort of misty? Misty. Okay, so um, we're going to offer two kinds of walking. I'm, I'm going to offer a, a slightly different kind of walking practice than we normally do. Um, at the next sitting, Kyra Jewel will offer the more traditional kind of walking that we do on these insight meditation retreats, which is a very uh, inward-oriented, mindful, somewhat slower walking. We're attending to our moment-to-moment -moment physical experience um, in a very particular way. Um, but for this first meditation, particularly since we're just arriving, and particularly since uh, this team has a particular affinity towards nature and the power of nature and sensory awareness to be a support for mindfulness, I want to offer a slightly different kind of meditation practice, just as a, a gentle way into arriving here in your body, on this land, um, and also to point to how natural awareness is. So in that last short meditation where we asked you not to be aware and you noticed that there's a lot of things to be aware of even without trying, 
in this in this walking practice i call it an open sensory awareness walking meditation and how that looks is you're going to simply uh walk outside you can walk outside this way there's some lovely walking uh, paths you can walk up and down here amongst the trees you can walk uh, in the courtyard out here you can walk on the in the road uh, by the meditation halls down by the dining room and further down and the idea of this walking practice is just simply to relax in a in a very uh, walk in a relaxed open way so you really attune to your senses you're aware of seeing beautiful, the beautiful nature here, the color, the light, the forms, the, the grasses, flowers, trees, birds. You're aware of hearing the various sounds of the creek, of the frogs, and the turkeys, and the wind, and the bird song. You're aware of the smells. Right? We, we, we don't usually attend to smells, and there's a lot of smells, particularly because the air is so moist and the ground's moist. So the smells of the flowers and the forest um, and then aware of touch aware of your your feet touching the ground you aware of your legs moving in space your body moving in space you aware of the touch of the moisture on your skin of the wind on your skin of the movement of temperature um, and so the with, as I teach on the nature retreats that I do, the main practice in this sensory awareness practice is noticing when you've moved from your immediate direct experience of the senses, hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, and you moved upstairs into the coconut and you start thinking. So you might walk outside and you might feel, oh, it's lovely, fresh air, it smells really nice. And then the thought comes, I should really walk more. You know, it's really nice to be outside. I don't know why I spend so much time in my house. I really need to go hiking. It's really good for you. The research now is really... Okay, noticing. Okay, where am I now? Spirit Rock. Oh, seeing. Oh, it's beautiful here. Oh, flowers, flowers. You know, I wonder if those flowers at home, I wonder if those daffodils are coming up yet. I, did I plant the bulbs? I'm not sure. I should have got tulips. Flowers, seeing, seeing, enjoying. And then also noticing how the the outer and the inner landscapes are always in relationship. So as you move outside, maybe notice cold and you go, oh, cold and there's a a contraction. Or maybe you notice the drizzle on your face and you love moisture because you maybe live in the desert and you feel that opening and softening. Or you see a bird, uh, one of these kites, these white kites flying around and you you feel a sense of joy or, 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 or rapture, seeing the raptor. And um, do you notice that? Or you're, you're walking in the grass and you feel just really quiet and, 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 and touched by the, by the fecundity of life. And so you're noticing that richness. And so noticing your senses, seeing, hearing, smelling, touching, and also noticing the heart, the movement of the heart. And then noticing when your attention drifts, spaces out, starts planning, whatever, and just come back over and over and the feet as as Kyoju will talk about in the next walking practice the feet is a very being in your feet and your steps touching the earth sensing the earth noticing what impression you leave on the earth that is also one of the anchors for your attention if you space out just come back into touching stepping 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 and then just also notice what else is here and notice how the 
the sensory experience is always changing. It's a waterfall of seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, breathing, seeing, touching, seeing, love, joy, touching, feeling, breathing, smelling. Relaxed in the body, alert with attention, alert with the senses. Enjoy your practice. We'll ring a bell. We'll come back to sit at 10.30. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.